Hola, mi gente. Well, I think we all know by now I'm Mexican-American. And I mean, like any other typical Mexican, I love aguas frescas. If you're from Mexico or come from Mexican parents and have ever tasted one of these refreshing drinks made out of pure fruit juice with no added sugar, then you know they're basically liquid sunshine in a bottle. There's nothing more refreshing. But here's the problem. I don't live in Mexico. <laughs> and when you're thousands of miles away from home, it's nearly impossible to find authentic aguas frescas unless you make them yourself, which I have done so. But um, I feel like my dad makes them a lot much better than I do. Um, but he, he no me chiquea. You know, he doesn't make them as often as I would like. Um, but what if there was an easier way? What if there was I was frescas in a can? Well, that's where Aaron Pontel, and I'm so sorry if I'm butchering your name, Aaron, um, and Kayla Castañeda come in. They have created Agua Bonita, which is exactly what it sounds like. Delicious aguas frescas from all over Mexico, packed into cans that are perfect for taking on the go, even if your destination is thousands of miles away from Mexico. I had the chance to sit and chat with Kayla about what makes their products so special and how she came up with the idea for Agua Bonita. So let's go ahead and welcome Kayla Castañeda. Thank you so much for joining us, Kayla. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited today. Yes. Okay, girl, I am in love with Agua Bonita. Like, how has that, how has this not been something that has been done before? I'm like, that is exactly what I thought when we started it, because I was just like, how can I not have aguas frescas like whenever I want, um, besides having to make them. And like, even when you buy one fresh from the store, you know, it's like you can't keep it in the fridge forever. No. Uh, but like, why hasn't this been done already? Yes, I have to say my personal favorite. I was able to find them. I did have to go to several sprouts in San Diego. Oh. I am in San Diego um, and either they didn't have them or they were out of stock. Um, but I was able to grab my hands on pineapple, cucumber and hibiscus, which is Jamaica mm -hmm. y piña loved it i was like oh my god i want more so now i i feel like you know i need to reorder them on your website so i can have them on hand always yeah well actually pretty soon you'll be able to get us in a lot of places in southern california you'll be able to get us at um all the whole foods down there at um targets in the region and like some 7-elevens we are growing a lot in the next couple months so congratulations <laughs> you deserve it you deserve it um i am mostly looking forward to that especially target i'm always at target girl every yeah. other day <laughs> yes i'm <me> <laughs> always at target <laughs> yes so um i just want to make sure I, I did some digging about you and i want to make sure i have this right so you did create agua bonita with um aaron Pontel. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. Yeah. So Erin um, helped launch and now she's working as an advisor for the company. So she had a really big influence um, at the beginning of our journey and she's been here to help along the way. 
I love that. I think I also look up to you because um, in an interview, I did see that you mentioned, you know, they asked you how it felt starting a business during the pandemic. And I just want to read your answer. Um, you said the only thing that would we would have missed out on is the opportunity to pursue something like this. I don't have that fear in my heart of like failure. It was just more like this is the time when inspiration strikes. You move, strikes you, sorry, and to move forward with what you feel called to do. Girl, who helps you believe in yourself the most? You have this confidence and you radiate this confidence in Agua Bonita. I want to know who's behind that. How did you get yeah. that mentality? You know, I was just talking about this a little bit yesterday. A lot of that comes from my family um, because even though we had very like humble means, um, my family never said that any of my ideas were too crazy, you know, or that like I wasn't able to accomplish any of them. And so I think um, my my parents in particular, my grandparents in particular, even if my idea was just like way larger than life, they're just like, yes, you could do it. <laughs> you know? like, That's amazing. Yeah, you do it. <laughs> and you don't find that a lot in Mexican households. Yeah. So I, I you know, have to give a lot to them um, because some of the ideas even now that probably come out of my mouth seem just like so much larger than life. And um They've just given me the confidence to think that I can do it. And I think that that like that's half the battle is thinking that you can do it. It's all about the mindset. I feel when you start a business, I admire that of you a lot. Trust me, as a Latina, I'm like, wow, because I didn't grow up hearing that. So every time my my, you know, my mind is working and thinking about ideas, I always second guess myself. I have imposter syndrome big time. So to find out that you don't have that and you have that confidence, that is such an inspiration to me. Um, now, I do see that you did grow up um, and your grandfather was actually working in the farms, correct? Like the fruit farms. Yeah, actually, so I'm the first generation in my family that has not had to pick in the fields. And so my grandpa, a lot of his early life, um, he was a migrant farm worker. He picked fruit in the fields. As he got older, you know, he um, served in the military and then came back as a tradesman because um, he actually went overseas. He went to Germany, um, came back as a tradesman. But I think just having those roots uh, never really left, right? So even during the summers and things, he would go help his in-laws and my dad would go along and pick and things like that. So um, I fortunately have not had to um, pick, but I have seen the influence of having those roots, um, how they have shaped you know, our family history and the trajectory of my life, really. Yes. And, and that's what I wanted to kind of dig into and see, you know, seeing the hard work that they put into it, um, because that's not an easy occupation to do growing up. You know, what do you think it taught you the most? Um, probably just appreciation for a lot of things, um, because, I mean, there's been some times where um yeah, I mean, we weren't just like in the best of financial situations or, you know, like 
the concept of stability was just like not one that, you know, we fully had a good grasp on. Um, so I think it just like makes you appreciate like very basic things a lot more. Um, and it's also why like we have a, we have a 1% back program where we help um, migrant farm workers through like uh, nonprofits. And it just gives you this lens of like, there's this whole community doing very essential work that is not provided with like essential um, things. Yes. And so, yeah, I think I think it's just influenced a lot and, and given a sense of appreciation for a lot of things. I am. Um, oh, my God. I'm so glad that you touched on that because I was going to touch on that. You give one percent back um, and many might say, well, that's not a lot or, you know, why even? But the fact, you know, you're you're starting up. The fact that you started in the pandemic, girl, wow. Um, and to see how far you've come in such little time is very um, inspirational. So growing up, um, what did you want to be? What was your profession to be? Or what did you dream of being? Um, you know, I honestly always thought that I would own my own business. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just um, knew. I yeah, I didn't know what it would be. Um, but I think I probably was always just a little bit bossy, um, cause I'm the oldest child and I have nothing but younger brothers. And so I really knew that like, um, I always wanted my ideas to be like heard and, um, to, to feel validated in that way. And so I, I really did always think that I, but I thought maybe like it would be in sports, um, cause my family is really, um, active in sports and things like that, or maybe in PR, um, because I love like the storytelling aspect of brands and helping like that. Um, but I fell in love with like food and beverage. And so it's where I landed. Wow. Well, and what keeps you connected to your inner child today? What keeps me inner connected to my inner child today? Uh, the the actual children around here, <laughs> um, there's like a ton of kids, um, all over our house. My brothers all have kids. Um, like I, you know, I am the oldest of like twenty cousins, so I always have like a baby on my hips. Oh my like, goodness! Old, you know. Um, so I don't think my inner child is like too far away um, because there's just kids all over the place. So yeah. <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> um, and how has, you know, speaking about your family, how has your family reacted to your success? I know, you know, you mentioned that they've always been supportive, but to see how far you've come, you know, maybe they were just always like, yeah, you can do it, but never really truly believed it. <laughs> or yeah, did they? You know I, you know, they've been all hands on deck since like day one. Um, so even I, I remember like our first single de mile um, with product, we, um, I was doing a pitch competition at the time and it was like, um, what we offered was like, if you vote for us, we'll give you a free four pack. And we were doing just direct to consumer at the time. Cause it was, um, COVID and we got a lot of votes. Um, and that meant we had a lot of packages. And so like my family came all over to my house, helped me pack things up, like go deliver things, like drop stuff out at UPS. Like, um, so they've always been like all hands on deck since day one. And now, um, a couple of my family members like work, uh, with the brand full time. Um, so we're, I mean, we're not a family owned business, but there's a lot of my family's influence in like every part of the business. Um, and at first I think they were just like, 
okay, what are you up to? <laughs> like, you know, like, what, now what? what is this thing, you know? Um, and then now they're just, like, super excited. Like, my brother sent me, um, like, a TikTok video the other day, like, hey, we should do this um, for, for our drinks so that way people can know, like, how much better ours are and stuff like that. And so I think there's, like, a very, like, uh, a big feeling of, like, communal ownership um, over, like, making this dream happen. That's beautiful. That's beautiful yeah. because if one of us wins, we all win. So mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Um, and, you know, the the way that you guys have been promoting and have been getting the word out there, it seems so generic to me. Is that on purpose? Like, I feel like you guys are growing organically. Um, yeah, I mean, we see that like authentic and organic growth um, is just always more valuable. So like, I think at one point we ran some like digital ads and um, I, when I would post on Instagram or LinkedIn, I would outperform our, our paid ads, you know? And I think it just is because we're building a community that like really cares and really understands versus, you know, like, I don't know on when you're, paying for ad placement there's a lot of testing that needs to go on and so for us like the real return on our investment is like building organically and authentically and and i love that i love that because i do feel part of a community yeah i i I just i love it and i knew it was it was such a good product um because even my parents loved it and my parents are hard to please (laughs) oh my gosh i mean i remember when um my in-laws because they still live in Mexico right now. And like, they came over to visit. And, um, when I was like having my mother and father-in-law try our drinks for the first time, you know, I was very like, Oh, I don't know what they're going to say. Um, but they love them. And so that was like, that was nice. Um, but there's always that bit, you know, especially like with the changes in generation, you know, yes, yes. Oh, what is, what is this? You know what I mean? And yeah, so it was nerve wracking, but it turned out OK. No, yeah. My parents, I was like, please try this because my dad is the one actually that would always make aguas frescas in our house. And I love his aguas frescas, um, especialmente Jamaica. That's why Jamaica is one of my favorites. And so when he tried it, I was nervous, but I was like, I think he's going to like it. And then he was like, wow, this is pretty good. And I was like, it's 50 percent juice, like natural juices, like. Yeah. You don't see that out there um, yeah. because you oh, sorry, do you do have competitors mm-hmm. in that space. And I've seen your competitors. I don't really want to name them because I think it's not necessary. Um, but there was a big company. I don't know if we can go into this a little bit sure. because I love the way that you stayed transparent with us the customers about it and in a way that's what helped me like even root for you even more um because you don't see that transparency but in march of 2022 you had a big company seal your marketing and use the af which i love by the way (laughs) um very clever word in a similar beverage and target audience which was us latinos um How, you know, how did that affect and, you know, where is that at now? Did they ever come back and apologize to you? (laughs) No, I mean, um, at the time, I think it was a little jarring, you know, to you hear about it happening all the time. But then when it's like really happening to you, the first reaction is just like, okay, 
how do I handle this? And um, I think a lot of business owners tend to not address it because they're scared of the the backlash that could come from that, um, which is definitely something that I thought about. But I also just thought about like, how can I sit here and just let them do that and not say anything about it like you know like I'm not a punk you know what I mean you know and let me say something um and just you know tell our side of things and it helped us because we were able to like spread our platform a bit wider Mm -hmm. and eyes on the brand and I think also like it helped um just show the contrast in the type of product that we are putting out. Like, you know, it's a lot of fruit, real fruit, like no artificial ingredients, no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial coloring, nothing like that. So I think in the big picture, it helped us because um, it elevated us to like a premium um, position in the category. Yes. Yeah. And like, um, and like we just were able to, now talk to some consumers that maybe have heard of of their version and we're able to come in and be like yeah but now look at this like that's so much better than than that you know so um I think it helped validate the category and like you know it's like there's that saying that um you know flattery or like um what is it like when someone copies you it's like it's the flat- biggest it's a uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. and so I think like for us um that's just like how we kind of have to look at it now is just like we had an idea worth replicating. Um, so that means that we're onto something, you know, and if you are the one that's being copied, the people that are copying you are always going to be two steps behind. Yes. And to be honest with you, as a consumer, I have to say, I haven't even touched their beverage. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. It made me want to buy Agua Bonita even more. Because, (laughs) you know, to see the difference and to see the ingredients. And I feel like we're kind of, as a society, going into a place where, one, we're building community. Like, finally, Latinos are coming up and Mm -hmm. saying, we're here to stay, one. And we're really valuing, you know, our culture and where we come from. But then also, two, you know, um, people are looking more into the ingredients, that they're Mm -hmm. taking and putting into their bodies and they're really looking out um, for those big sharks that are literally just poisoning us and I have to say I I never I've never tried their drinks but I have to say I won't need that I can't imagine something being better thank you thank you you know it's that's a big very big compliment I appreciate that and I think you know some of the biggest um, hurdles that we had come across when we were formulating and and deciding the route that we wanted to go with like a better for you version was around like, will our community like accept this, you know? Um, But when we start thinking about it, it's like, okay, diabetes like disproportionately affects Latino communities. And like, yes, we're a premium product, but that means the more we sell, the more money we can reinvest into our communities because of our give back programs. And like, we're doing things in a way that like our ancestors have done them. Like it was a no brainer to really like double down on the direction that we were going in. You just gave me goosebumps. Like <laughs> you literally just gave me goosebumps. Um, yes, a hundred percent and all of that. Um, now, and, and I know you're confident girl, but I want you to be honest with us. Okay. 
Um, is there a part of your personality or of anything that you judge harshly or you're hard on yourself for? Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know how you can have a consumer product and not feel insecure to some extent, right? Because like taste is so like varied, right? And, um, or like it varies so widely. And so there's gonna be people that just don't like your stuff, you know? And like, there's some people that um, when our TikTok addressing everything, um, you know, there'd be people like, oh, oh, she's so stupid. Like, she's so dumb. Like, why did she like, um, you know, give like, why did she have her idea in such a public space? But like, you or like, oh, or why didn't they copyright things and stuff? And like, I have to like remind myself that like, those people saying those things don't understand the way that the industry works and that like our product also isn't going to be for everyone. It's for the people who it's for. Um, but like those kinds of criticisms are really hard to take sometimes, you know? And so it's kind of like, okay, we're going to get a social media manager. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best route girl (laughs) to cancel all that noise. Yeah. Yeah, You know, like don't tell me what people are saying unless it's good or like, unless it's a huge issue or something like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard. And especially, you know, like when you have so much of your community and your family and all that kind of stuff, it gets hard to like separate things. So like the wins feel amazing, but sometimes like those losses, it's hard not to take them personally. I mean, this is your baby. Yeah. This is your baby. <laughs> like, and, and you know, I used to never understand that, understand that term until I turned into a mom. And now it's like, oh, my God, it is because you try to protect your child from everything. But you realize that the world is what the world is. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that you have a social media manager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and apart from that, you know, I just feel like and I've said this before with other business owners, um, I feel like the people that sit there and saying negative things on comments have nothing better else to do with their life. And so, the, you know, they just nitpick what they wish they could be doing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my stance on it is just like, okay, like move on. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I can't do anything to change your mind and like, I am not gonna. So just like, okay, cool. Have a good day. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, and girl, yeah, I mean, Agua Bonita has made so many, you know, you guys are, are rising and I feel like you guys are not even hitting your peak yet. Like there's so much more to do and to go with Agua Bonita. Um, if for the listeners, if you guys go onto their website, which I thought I had the website, but it's actually drinkaguabonita.com, get the variety pack. So you can taste all the flavors um, depending on your palate. And I hope you guys enjoy all of them because I enjoy all of them. But my two favorite are the pineapple and the Jamaica. Um, But yes, so go ahead and get the variety packet. But other than that, I wanted to know, girl, is it true that you have two really big investors? Um, Yeah, I mean, we have a couple of big investors. Um, Are you talking about like anyone in particular? Yeah. Can I say names? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So I know the company um, per 
and I'm so sorry if oh, I miss no regrets. Yes, yeah. girl, that is huge. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, we got an, an investment from Conviviality Ventures, which is the venture arm of Pernod Ricard. And for anyone that doesn't know Pernod Ricard, they own like uh, Beef Eater, I think Fireball, like just all these really recognizable. Um, Kahlua liqueur. Yeah, Kahlua. Yeah, um, so we're one of the the earliest investment that they've ever made into a company. And so, um, yeah, that was a big win for us, for sure. For sure. Oh, congratulations. When I read that, I was like, yes, because I've never <laughs> seen that for, you know, for a brand and for it being so close to home, because usually when there's big wins like that, it's usually bigger companies. They never mm-hmm. believe on the little people. So to know, like I said, when one of us wins, I feel like we all win. So I feel so proud, Kayla. Like, I know you don't know. We don't know each other, but I'm just super proud and I'm cheering on for you. Um, And then your second investment, which I was like, is this like a rumor share? Oh, yeah. has invested yeah um i know it sounds fairly random um yes. and we got connected in just like a a friend of a, an advisor of a friend you know um it's kind of funny how things work out but um i think like when i think about like well she's iconic like she's literally a living legend um she is like timeless and she's still like hip and with it. Um, and she's always been outspoken about like uh, women's rights and just like being, you know, this champion for women. Like I love her quote about like, um, I don't need to marry a rich man. Like I am a rich man. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, and so it makes it makes it feel like it's a good fit. Yes. So I read that and I was just like, wow, I'm so happy to have been, you know, one of the first um people to buy our fresca oh we got disconnected sorry we got disconnected um so yes yeah, so when i saw that i was like oh my god i'm so proud to have been one of the first ones to have bought <laughs> our fresca like i bought that <laughs> <Yeah. bonita. laughs> um so yes in the future you know we're you already mentioned you know you target 7-elevens um whole foods but where do you see Agua Bonita going? Um, honestly, I want Agua Bonita to be the leading, like, better for you beverage brand in the world. Um, I think that there's, we're in a space that is um, ripe for innovation. And, you know, we have a lot of near and dear Hispanic brands, right? Like Humex, Jaritos, um, all of those kinds of things. But, um you know, you kind of have to grow with the times and we're getting like, like one in four Gen Z's right now are Latino and Latinos are the largest and youngest cohort. And like times are shifting. So like when people ask me like, oh, you're talking to the Latino consumer, I'm like, yeah, but it's not like my grandma or, you know, like it's not <laughs> and like it's not who you think it is you know what i mean it's like the high school kids you know and um you know all the tiktokers and stuff it's like your idea of who latinos are is not who they are today you know um and so i think like we have a space to grow with everyone into a much bigger brand wow well i'm rooting for you kayla 
I, I really am. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud, you know, that this is a brand that is truly Mexican-American. Um, and that's why I wanted to have you in my space, because I want people to go out and try it. I just don't want to post with a beverage and then think that I'm getting paid to sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, you know, and I, I always try to be super transparent with my audience. Um, I don't get paid for nothing. Because I want to genuinely love a product. And if I don't love your product, then I wouldn't even speak on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to speak bad about it. I, I, I just wouldn't speak on it. But yeah. Agua Bonita, I love it. Please keep going. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> and I thank you so much for your time. Of course, yeah. And thank you for all of your support. Um, yeah, hopefully you get to just witness us grow and grow and grow. But, um, I mean, we're happy to be doing something that like for us means more than just like a drink on the shelf. I think it like, it means so much more. And so, you know, we, we don't get it right all the time, but I think we get it right a lot of the time and we're doing our best. And like you said, it's a, it's a community because I do feel part like a community and to see you on the shelves, like when I went to the first sprouts that I found it that I was like oh my god they do have it um you know it just goosebumps just I cannot wait to ball my eyes out as I check out at Target with our kids I probably will too. I probably will too. I love it. Um, you know, and I I just I wish you the best in your future endeavors and I really thank you for your time, Kayla. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, bye. I want to hear your story or I want to support your small business. To do so, please go ahead and visit embracingmymarkings.com. Thank you for tuning in.